that's what's so exciting to me about teaching is being in that place where everybody is on the same page, living their best creative life in that moment. Hi, friends. I want to welcome you to Writing in the Dark, a series of cozy conversations about the craft of writing and the joys of living a creative life with me, Julia F. Green, and my friend Ralph Walker. Ralph is a novelist, screenwriter, architect, and community organizer of the 5AM Writers Club on Twitter. I write novels and essays and teach creative writing to the community in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, and online. Today, we're excited to share with you the second part of our conversation about how Ralph and I came to be the writers and teachers that we are today. So top off your beverage of choice, grab a comfy seat, and settle in for a great conversation. I came out of graduate school really wanting to write a novel, and I followed that desire without any guidelines or map. Mm -hmm. I just dove in. When we talk about plotters and pantsers, I am the poster child of a pantser. I probably wrote a couple hundred pages before I even had a sense of what the story was or why I was writing it. I was teaching myself a ton of things on the fly. You hit a roadblock. You think, how do I manage this element of the story? And then you go read the craft Mm -hmm. book or you look at the book that you love and look at how they did it. Or you call up your friends or you get on Twitter and you go 5am Writers Club. This is going to sound like a stupid question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. You have an MFA, right? Don't they teach you how to write a novel? (laughs) No, they don't. Right before I graduated, I sat down with one of the faculty and I said, you know, I really want to write a novel and I don't know how. I'm afraid that I can't do it. He basically looked at me and was like, you can write a novel, just go for it. And I walked out of that meeting furious (laughs) Mm. because like you, I thought there was a handbook and I was (laughs) about to graduate and I hadn't gotten it. There's no handbook. We're actually also just making it up as we go along. (laughs) I look back in that moment and I appreciate how what felt like an unsatisfying answer actually had a lot of wisdom behind it. I think the mystery of the process is part of the joy. Hands down, the reason I write novels and will keep writing novels is because they are the biggest puzzle. And I Mm -hmm. love a puzzle. I got deep enough into that novel and I thought, oh, this is great. I just have riddle upon enigma upon mystery that I get to unravel in these quiet hours by myself. Yeah, it's maddening sometimes, but it's also a hell of a lot of fun. I totally agree. It was kind of incredible to me when I started getting really serious as a writer to start to have so many conversations with other writers about, well, where did you learn this? Or how did you learn this? Or what did you go through to get through this part? And to hear again and again and again, well, I just kind of kept working on it, or I muddled through, or I found this great book, or I listened to this, or I talked to this person, and realizing that it is very much like trying to cross the ocean by throwing stones in it to make a path. Yep, They're going to get washed up, and you're going to have to throw them out there again, and you're going to take a few steps, and you might get a little further and a little deeper, but realistically, you're going to get washed back, and then you're going to do it again and again. The writing process is very self-reflective in terms of not necessarily what you put on the page, but the approach to continue to go back to the page, Mm -hmm. even though I don't know where I'm going. And to continue to go back and say, well, there's not really a rule book or a set of directions. There's really just the blank page in you. Mm -hmm. And 
that was one of the things for me that really opened my eyes to how exciting writing can be. The absolute joy of being able to explore. I can speculate about doing any number of things from trying to fly an iceberg across a country to traveling across other worlds, you know, what it means to be human. And I can also explore the little things like the joy of kissing another person or the satisfaction of a great meal or mm. winning a game. And I can do all of those things on the page and start to mash them together and see how they fit. Mm. It's just plain scary at times. My natural reaction when I get scared is I want to find friends. I want to find safety somewhere. For me, it's always been about gathering together with other creatives. It's interesting to hear you say the word fear, because I think so much of the writing process and the discovery and the muddling through, there's totally fear involved in it. And it was a pleasure and a struggle to spend the years that I did writing that book with fear continually by my side. As Elizabeth Gilbert says, fear is on every creative journey. We never are not going to have it. But as she recommends, which I think is very wise, does not get to sit up front or touch the radio or play with the map. We got to put it in its container. As I came towards the end of writing my first novel, I realized how much I had learned. I didn't really think of myself as a teacher. I just thought, I've done this and maybe I could help people, give them a few pointers or hear about what's hard for them. Interestingly, the first class that I taught here in Chapel Hill was called Writing Fearlessly. It was a bit of an aspirational title. I don't think writing fearlessly is wholly possible, but it was <laughs> a direct address of this idea of, yeah, to achieve our creative goals, we're going to have to dance with our fear. When I taught that class, I had an experience that really startled me in a good way. I started sharing a few ideas and people in the room were writing down what I was saying. Mm -hmm. I had such a reaction to feeling the validation of, gee, I really do have something to share. And as that class came to an end, I got direct feedback of, this was really helpful. I am back to writing in a way that I haven't been before, or I've started something that I have always wanted to, but I've been afraid to. I love to talk craft and I love to be in community with writers. It feels really good to help other people connect to their creativity. Sure. That, if anything, is what has guided my journey as an instructor. Mm -hmm. I just kept following that desire and to, as you say, making a life means yeah. creating space where creativity is valued and celebrated and embodied. And that to me is the antidote to so many of the more difficult things that we cannot change or, or fight in our day-to-day, -day, but we can say that alongside the struggles that maybe we can't change, we can also make space to make meaning and to be in connection. And all the things that I've done as an instructor, I think, stem from those values and desires. Mm -hmm. I totally agree with that. When we first started engaging with each other, and I mean this with all due respect and admiration, you were one of the people who I found intimidating, partly by your resume and partly by your pedigree, but also your directness, both on the page and in our conversations. I so value what I've learned from you. And I think your journey and my journey, while very, very different, have been in many ways very parallel. I came to teaching for community's sake. How do you create safe space that allows the openness and the support for people to get to their creative best? Mm -hmm. um, 
I'm going to use your favorite word. I've had the joy of being in some amazing creative environments, not through MFA programs, but mm-hmm. through studio experiences as, as an architect and through my own education and through my own life. One of the experiences that I had in college that I think is very relevant to who I am now was I had this incredible teacher in architecture program, we read Italo Calvino's Invisible Cities. Mm-hmm. We were creating visualizations of the different chapters. And so we started with his narratives, and then we had to take the words on the page and imagine what that wow. would become in, in terms of a building. For me as an architect, it was great. It was one of those amazing things of you get to start out on the page with this beautiful idea, and then you have to, over time, make it more and more reality. But what I didn't realize in the moment was how much that would really reflect in my own life, working back and forth between my own life experiences and translating them onto the page as much as the page translating into my own life experiences. And and it was because this professor really created an environment where it allowed for the safety and the openness of that creativity that we could do some really fun and fantastic things that were meaningful to, I think, everybody who was in that program. For me, coming into the idea of creating a writing retreat or class, it's always been about trying to first and foremost establish a space that is safe enough to allow creative people to be creative Mm -hmm. and to open that door in a way where we are all on the same level of being writers and we are all respectful of each other and we are all in a place where this is an investment in our own creative process. And then to acknowledge the fear that's in the room and start to test ourselves against that. Yeah. You can ask some hard questions and you can push on each other and you can do those kinds of things. I get an incredible amount of spark out of being in a space where people are allowing themselves to live in that place. Yeah. It's just so satisfying, not so much because of me, but because of all of them, because everybody who's in there is bringing something new. The energy there is kind of push and pull and incredible things come out of it. I think that's a place that you and I both approach with a lot of reverence, but also with a lot of care. That's what's so exciting to me about teaching is being in that place where everybody is on the same page, living their best creative life in that moment, wherever they are. Safety is a value that you and I share as instructors, that there's really no good work that's going to be done if we haven't created an environment where people feel like, okay, I'm supported in maybe looking at this or trying out this uncomfortable thing. Whether, as you say, it's just starting out or writing through the darkest part, doesn't really matter what the specific task is. The question is, is there enough safety and support, which is absolutely necessary if you're going around the block to the grocery store or to Jupiter, you need it, no matter the distance. While you're not the first person to say to me, maybe I was a little intimidated by you when I first encountered you, I think I wrote the book on insecurity and self-loathing. Every safe space that I create is really for a previous version of myself who thought, I'm never going to be able to write this novel. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm lost and I'm never going to get found. The terror of the creative process is very familiar to me and the self-doubt is very familiar to me. And they inform how I approach 
creative settings with other people. This retreat that you and I are putting together is going to be immensely rewarding for everyone who's able to show up and contribute to that safe creative energy. It's a little bit intangible, but when we come together, we have the option to face things and to attempt things that we didn't necessarily have all of the resources to do on our own. And that's what makes it really magical and transformative that we all carry around our fear and doubts as creatives. But then when we get together, the levels shift. That fear doesn't go away, but it's almost like that column of strength that you have in your video game just goes way, way, way higher than it was before. When you and I first worked with each other through the UCIJ retreat, I was lost. I was running in circles with this book and you asked three or four solid questions and you put me in some conversations with some people. And in the span of a weekend, Mm -hmm. I woke up Monday morning and I thought, okay, now I know where I need to begin again. And the clarity and enthusiasm that I experienced coming out of that, I mean, we can talk about what's on whose resume, but to me, it doesn't matter. I stepped into a virtual room with a bunch of strangers, and I came out with an idea of how I was going to write my book. That is the most valuable thing to me in the world. So thank you. (laughs) That means the world to me for you to say that. It means the world to me for two reasons. One is I deeply appreciate just being able to share the creative journey with other people who I respect. Mm -hmm. But two, you have clearly personally been working through some of the harder stuff or hardest stuff that I think you can work through as a writer. I know not because I've read all of your pages, nor because I know your back history, but I know from intuiting and working with you and having the conversations that we have had that you're looking at the next solar system. You're not just aiming at Jupiter. You're (laughs) out there really pushing. And have such a deep respect for that. It means the world that you would even consider spending time with somebody like me to to do some of the things that we do. But I think, again, that goes back to the conversation that we we're having at the beginning of creating a safe space for a creative process means that it's open to people on all levels of their journey. Mm-hmm. And creating a safe space for getting into whatever type of story you want to tell, whatever type of character you want to explore, whatever type of element you're ready for, that means we get to do that together. Every spaceship needs a navigator and a pilot and a mechanic and somebody to make the beds and somebody to look out the window and stare into space and go, oh my God, it's fucking gorgeous. (laughs) Yeah. You need all of those things on the ride to live your best creative life. I think that's the thing that we've found with each other is a deep respect for process and a deep respect for going on these journeys and also just wanting to have such a blast while we do it. Yeah. I know we talk about really deep pieces here, but... It's supposed to be fun. Yes. That's why we're here. One of my best qualities is that I'm a dreamer. And some people see me as sort of ambitious or determined. And, you know, I like a good hard day's work, right? Like, that's part of who I am. But more than, you know, just sort of labor, I like to dream. And I think that's the, to me, it's actually the same thing as building a building, is imagining in a space that's barren, what could a structure in there be? 
look like? What purposes could it serve? And I, I love to bring people into that dreaming process. Let's dream bigger. Let's dream more. Let's dream wilder. Is it possible? I don't know. But it's not going to happen if we don't you know, tether ourselves to the spaceship and do a little out floating out in the atmosphere to, I don't know, let's fix this antenna. Let's take some pictures of the galaxy. As long as we are tethered to each other, I think that exploration can be wondrous and really revelatory. We're still many months away from Jupiter. Yeah. And I'm already very excited, very aware that wonders and transformations that you and I cannot today name will transpire. I'm excited about the people who are bringing their books into this space and moment where we can help direct those projects and lift them up just a little bit higher than they are now. One of the joys that I never really expected as I started down the journey of trying to build community with 5AM Writers Club and then going on to the retreats that I've done and now working with you on this live retreat, I was blown away in the process of developing UCIJ at the level of impacts that I could have in terms of just trying to help people get to that next place. I've had the amazing experience of authors recognizing that to the point that they would acknowledge that in the books that they wrote. I don't want to get too much into the the sappiness of it, but I've been so touched and so lucky Mm. to hear from people over the years, not in what they wrote to me, but what they wrote to the rest of the world about the environments that we've been able to create. I love the idea of being able to shepherd people to a place that they can't get to by themselves. And as a facilitator and an instructor, I like to think of myself more like a Sherpa, Mm -hmm. uh, the humblest of humble. This is not my journey or your journey per se. It's about our journey together and how do we create the best possible experience together. And if that means that I got to haul luggage or clean out toilets, so be it. I totally agree with that. One of my central feelings over the years that I've been an instructor is to participate in others' creative journeys fundamentally is a privilege. Thank you, I always say, for bringing your story to me. It's an honor and a privilege to be invited into other people's stories and to have any Sherpa duty that might help that story along. I find it deeply wondrous and awe-inspiring the stories that we all have inside of us. It's amazing. And this is why we're heading out on this journey. And I just can't wait. What we're going to see and what we're going to experience and what we're going to share with one another, it feels really lucky to be able to do that. A hundred percent agree. And I want to add one other thing Mm. to that. It's also very much an honor and a privilege to work with you Mm. and to do this together, to be able to 
not just do it side by side, but to both magnify and amplify our own skill sets and to be able to say, these are the things that Julia is great at. These are the things that Ralph is great at. And we're going to take those things and we're going to put them together and we're going to make our own jet fuel. That's really special. And I appreciate you and appreciate your trust in me in this process. I feel exactly the same. The appreciation and the admiration is mutual. Isn't it so amazing that you sent me a text message and said, can you see Jupiter? (laughs) And I said, yeah. And then effectively you said, what if we went there? And I said, yeah. And now (laughs) we're on our way. Yeah, it's pretty fantastic. So good to talk to you. Thank you for your presence. Julia, it's always a pleasure. And it's such a great journey to be on together. Thanks so much for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed listening and that you'll join us for our next conversation. We would love to hear from you. If you enjoyed this chat, let us know. You can find us on Twitter at rw underscore igloo and at Julia F. Green. There we talk about the writing life and also announce upcoming workshops and classes. This October, we're hosting a live writing retreat titled Journey to Jupiter. We'll be helping writers take their books to the next level. You can learn more about it at juliafgreen.com slash Jupiter. I hope you'll grab a virtual donut or muffin on your way out, and please take a moment to celebrate your own creative successes. Until next time, keep writing in the dark. We'll see you there.